0: Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome everybody to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. I'm so excited. I know I'm always excited, but I'm talking about pinball. So like what's there to not be excited about? But I'm very excited because I'm going across the ocean to hang out with a, another lady pinballer and i am super excited to have on my new friend you know her from emily and dr john fame please help me welcome from gold coast australia emily Colton. yay Hey. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Emily, thank you so much for being here. I love it. So, y'all, I I knew Emily because I've heard her on several different shows and stuff with her dad, Dr. John. And I was like, I gotta get a hold of her. So I gotta give uh, props to my girl Danny Peck. She was like, I know Emily. I, I can't do <laughs> yeah. like an Australian accent, it's terrible. <laughs> but uh Oh, actually, hers would be like a New Zealand accent, but um, I can't do it. So, um, but she she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, you know, put you in touch with her. And I'm like, so, um, and Emily's been awesome because my life has been crazy and we've had to move this date around several times, but she's been super chill about it. Emily, for folks who do not know how awesome you are, please tell us (laughs) a little bit about yourself, how you got started in pinball and where you're at today.
1: So, hi, I'm Emily. So I started in pinball about four years ago when I was very little. And I could not see the top of playfields, but it was because my dad started collecting a lot of machines around my house. And I was like, what are these? And so then I started going to a tu- couple of tournaments. And then, yeah, that's where it all started. And now I'm now the number one woman in Australia, which is really cool. That's pretty awesome. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that, you know, no joke. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is pretty awesome. And I mean, that seemed like a very short story, but you guys, we're gonna have lots more about the magic that is Emily coming up here <laughs> shortly. I told her I was like, "Don't give it all away in the pinball origin story," and I love it because yeah. she didn't. We're gonna t- we're gonna unpack it all. But yeah. and you should, I'm sh- I'm assuming you're at your house, listeners. Yeah. You can't see it, but she's got she's surrounded yeah, by pinball. Sure. There's <laughs> pinball on the ceiling. Bye. It's everywhere. <laughs> It's so great. But uh, Emily, thank you so much for being here. We're going to jump into pinball news. The biggest thing, of course, I haven't really talked about it, I posted a little bit online, was Jersey Jack finally came out with, surprise, surprise, GNR, Guns N' Roses. And we want to thank our friends at Twip. Thanks, Jeff, uh, This Week in Pinball for all of my pinball news. That is my news source. And they did a really fantastic deep dive. And I'm not going to go through all of it because y'all y'all can read. And Jeff, <laughs> Jeff th- takes a lot of time to, you know, go ahead and, you know, put all of this information together. But um, it, they go over rules, features, and they talk about, you know, the ins and outs of the Guns N' Roses. Of course, there's three trims. Um, standard, limited edition, collector's edition. I believe, please don't quote me on this, I believe the collector's edition is sold out. Yes. And I think, yeah, and I was going to say, and I think the limited edition is either close to or sold out as well. Because I keep on hearing everybody that, at least on my local streams, are like, are you going to get a GNR?" And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I, do, I, I am not made of money, but they're beautiful. Um, that's the one thing. I mean, I don't know if you had a chance to really look over it, Emily. I think it's one of those things. Jersey Jack, to me, That it's that collector, home, buyer, all those little things. My favorite thing I saw was the guitar pick spinner.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just all the little details are just amazing on that game. And just all of Jersey Jack's games, because we've got a couple here. Yeah, they're all so different. I love GNR, but it's just a bit too expensive at the moment (laughs) for (laughs) us to get the light show that they put in is just amazing. Yeah. I think it's a really good game. Yeah, it looks
0: it looks pretty awesome. You know, it was um, designed by Eric Minier and Slash, he had uh, for those of you who are listening who may not know, Slash, the lead guitarist for Guns N' Roses, is a huge pinball fan and he had a lot of his hands inside the pie, so to speak, and was really involved and hands-on with the development. Of this pinball machine, the standard edition though does start at sixty seven fifty. So no <laughs> joke, it's a little it's a little out of my price range right now. Um, limited edition um, it has a sticker price of ninety five hundred, and that collector's edition starts at twelve five. And that's U.S. But yes. it's, it's <laughs> insane. But it has twenty one songs, and when I looked at the set list, um, they were all like, all of the big hits. It wasn't anything weird. I always love that when like they put together a music yeah. pin, and I'm like. Why did you? Make a- songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at you, Aerosmith. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know two of the songs. I think on that game, <laughs> and it's like, and they have
0: so many more recognizable songs. And I get it's like a licensing thing. We've yeah. talked about that on the show before. I get it. I, I get it. But I think that because Slash was such a fan and really was involved, I think that they tried to, you know, again, I'm just you know armchair quarterbacking here, but try to, you know, put as much guns N' roses inside the guns N' roses machine they have live footage from the concert and world tour i really like the drumstick ramp that's <laughs> yeah. really cool i love the the bumpers are like little symbol sets like a hi-hat set i mean it's just really fun stuff uh the light show okay so yes. y'all y'all know how i feel about led light shows i i I feel like I'm going to have a seizure. I I <laughs> I cannot deal. I can't even deal with F14 Comcat when Mike, I love you, but Mike put in a bunch of LEDs and I'm like, now nah, I can't even look at this. I have to wear <laughs> like blinders because it's insane. But to me, like the light show, I mean, from an artistic, like standing back and saying like, this is awesome. Like, well That's- done. But I'm like, I I, I can't look
1: at this. <laughs> yeah. Well, during the multiples, if there's all those lights flashing, normally I, it's a bit too hectic, but we'll see how it looks when we play but yeah you
0: know anybody that's yeah. gonna get one that ordered one too uh,
1: I think there's a couple of Australians that are getting the collectors but I'm not sure if there's anyone local yet yeah people are still deciding on because of the price range here it's a bit more for us so
0: oh yeah so
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I mean there's a lot of really amazing things to this machine I'm not gonna pack I I'm passing judgment a little bit on the light show because it looks scary. So, but the level of detail for people who like Jersey Jack collectors are expecting more. Like when you buy a Jersey Jack at that price range and you're just expecting more. And I feel that people are going to get a lot of bang for their buck, um, particularly if you went collector or L.E., yeah, there's so many amazing things on this machine. Um, I mean, they even got a Gibson headstock guitar. I mean, what? So it's pretty epic. And the fact that they were even able to get audio from the original band members from GNR, Duff, Axel, you know, I was like, okay, you know, they really, really kind of went all out for it. I am very impressed. I do, I'm not going to lie, I do like the skull shooter on the um, collector's edition. It was pretty cool. Um, I, you know, got a chance to see a little bit of the gameplay. I haven't seen a ton of it yet. The overall package looks great. I am going to wait to pass judgment on the game until I get to actually play it. I know several players here in San Antonio. A couple have said we're thinking about buying it. I'm like, Oh, you remember, remember me, your friend. I promise to wear a mask and I'll like stay far, far away and you can spray me down with Lysol just so I can play it. I just want to play it. It'll be great. So, but, but did you have any other thoughts about? GNR like from what you saw so far
1: yeah all I saw was that light show and it just yeah blew me away because we already have Wizard of Oz and that already has the light show but I know yeah sometimes it can get a bit hectic so we'll see how it goes when you play because I know during multiples yeah I get a bit flustered because there's just so many things happening at once but yeah I think it'll be a really nice game something new and they definitely have a lot of things on the play field so it'll be a bit difficult maybe to learn but I'm not sure yeah about the rules yet Having yeah, gone into depth with that yet, but it looks really nice. It looks like a really nice
0: game. It does, and I think it's going to be a great opportunity. I'm hoping to get to see some of it when your yeah. back goes on to Pinball Expo, so that we'll yeah. roll into our next subject. Uh, Pinball Expo is going on right now. We are recording this Friday night. I know I'm not watching yeah. Pinball Expo, but I had to make this work because Emily goes to school and I'm in America, so we had to like figure out time wise. I had to like do some math. <laughs> we had to figure out when this is gonna work. Yeah. It was like Friday night, that'll work. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Um so it is actually Saturday morning in yes, um, Saturday morning. <laughs> But um, what is going on right now, it's been streaming since Wednesday, October 14th, and going into Saturday, October 17th here in the U.S., is Pinball Expo 2020, which went from in-person to virtual. I've had both the Bells and Chimes on um, from Columbus, who are organizing Virtual Battle of the Bells, which I participated in last night. I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. I also had Rob Burke and company on to talk about the Pinball Expo itself. Overall, I've had a lot of fun watching it. Um, participating in Pinball Expo was so much fun. Um, I had a, um, a lot of fun playing um, against all the ladies yesterday. And I don't know who won, because nobody told me, and I had to go to work <laughs> today. I, like, I know someone won, and I will put it in the show notes. Um, I gave them a Backbox Pinball Podcast prize pack which includes like some really cool stuff um, like a pin and some like the stuff that only my Patreon supporters get. And I wanted to do it because Battle of the Bells is such a a fun event. And and I was like, oh, we'll just throw in a a, a prize pack. But um, they got to get the one thing I upped it is that Mrs. Pin made um, Backbox Pinball Podcast earrings. Like, and they're legit like the logo (laughs) earrings. I know they're like super cute. And so we threw those in. But I love Mrs. Pin. She's so crafty. She's like hashtag, <laughs> hashtag crafty. But crafty pin. I love it. I love it. I love Mrs. Penn. There's so much more going on with uh Pinball Expo. And we'll talk a little bit more about what to expect. Today is Friday. So right now going on, um they're actually doing the Jersey Jack pinball guns and roses. So uh oh. <laughs> go check that out. Uh but I'm I'm gonna go watch that after we- after we're done here, um, but also they're going to have some homebrew um, video uh, presentations as well, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I know um, I have some friends that are doing some homebrew presentations, so that'll be really neat. Saturday is a really big day because Saturday is a full day event for you. Sunday, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but uh, it's going to be the uh, kickoff. They're going to have a tech talk. They're going to have a. Um, pinball podcast roundtable with or not a roundtable, but a discussion with uh, Jeff Teolis and Marty Robbins from Final Round. So that'll be really cool. They're going to have Haggis Pinball on. Um, they're going to be doing another homebrew presentation. Um, they're going to do a uh, Steve Ritchie, the Atari years sit down like between the f- ferns thing with Jack Danger. Uh, Stern Pinball is going to do a virtual tour, which is kind of neat because Unless you've been to uh, Chicago and gone and done the tour, you know, you know, not everybody has that opportunity. This is really cool. It's going to be hosted by Jack Danger and featuring Gary Stern, which I think is also pretty neat. And I'm hoping that we're going to get to see some cool stuff that you maybe don't get to see on the regular tour. (laughs) and then um, they've got a, um, they're going to do some stuff with tilt amusements and Trent Augustine. Um, They're also going to be having some uh, pinball gameplay and pinball trivia, and then wrapping it up tomorrow night at 11. So, I mean, it's just been a lot of pinball and I I commend Rob and his team for putting together something in this world that we live in right now with COVID and, you know, pandemic can't go out and see your friends. You can't go do stuff. Um, I, I think it's really neat. Have you seen anything from Expo yet, Emily, so far?
1: Not yet, because I've been at school a lot, so I didn't get to tune in yet. But it sounds really amazing. Like, it's a really great idea, I think, to take it all virtual.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's, I get it. It's not the same, y'all. I get it. But <laughs> it's, it's, at least it's something. It's pinball content. It's really and it's awesome. like, it's a pinball content desert. So I'm like, this is great. I will I will take it and I will run with it. So um, I'm super excited. So again, much congratulations to Rob and his wonderful team. And I cannot wait to see the rest of what's going on, on Saturday. So Emily. Yes. How? So your dad's super into pinball. Like, was he into pinball your entire life? Um, Um, Or is this like, is this just like a few years? He like just got really into it?
1: Uh, no, I think since he was younger, he had a few machines and he yeah, bought and sold because he just liked playing them when he was younger. And then, yeah, he we only had a couple. I think I had Time Zone here. Oh, was it Twilight Zone here? And yeah, we just had one machine and then we bought a couple more. And yeah, we had to renovate actually, this is my garage, but yeah, we had them all stuck in our little gym and we had like three lined up and mom's like, this isn't going to work. So we got a couple more and then a couple more. And then my local arcade, they actually started doing competitions with a couple of my dad's friends. And then my dad went one time because I actually liked going to the arcade and just winning prizes. So I said, oh, can I just come along? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so then I did the tournament and then, yeah, I just kept on going. And then I got better and better and I started beating all the adults. So, yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> I know. And you guys have
0: heard my story with the Drone A twins. And I'm like, the first time I played them, I was like, awesome. I'm going to go beat some children. Like, you know, beat as in beat them at a game, not like physically beat them. But no, <laughs> yeah. no, they took me to town. And they're like, I'm like, oh, my God, I got beaten by the children. I was like, Damn. I was like, oh. Yeah. The, I, you guys know I love the – Annabeth, um, you I like, love you, love you guys, but it's like, they're awesome. It's like, so like, I'm like, man, I was like, I thought like, it's, it's, I feel like it's maybe cause you're younger and your reflexes are better. I, but I think it's amazing that you got an opportunity to kind of, you know, discover this hobby when you were young. Cause I got, I did it as when it, you know, a little younger than you are, but you know, now that I'm old and got rediscovered <laughs> into pinball and I'm like, "Oh my god, I've been like what I this is all the stuff I've been missing out on." So <laughs> you get to take it with you. Yeah. So that's super awesome. Yeah. So like what what kind of tournaments do you normally play in? I mean, do you play in women's tournaments? Do you mm. play in, you know, co-ed tournaments? What kind of um what what's your pinball season looking like pre-COVID?
1: Yes, pre-COVID. Yes, pre-COVID. So a long time ago when I first started the competitions I would play in would just be play each machine, write your score down, the people with the top scores would be in a final. So that was kind of hard for me because most of the people that I was versing against were very, very good and I would never get into the finals. And then I started going to Brisbane and they had a little tournament called Flip Frenzy, which I don't think you guys up there really have yet, but you just pretty much verse each other on one machine, two Mm -hmm. people for about three hours and then at the end you see how many wins you get and then that's the winner, whoever has the most wins. So I started doing those and that was really good because it was very social. I got to meet a lot of new people because the people I was playing here were all the same people. And then as I got better, Dad actually started taking me to international tournaments which really helped me just improve my gameplay. It was really fun, yeah, meeting a whole lot of people. So I went to New Zealand and I've been to America, went to Pinburg for the first time last year. I was meant to go this year, but sadly, obviously, that was canceled due to COVID. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Wah, wah.
1: Yeah. but yeah, but it's just been a bit quiet now, obviously. Some tournaments can happen here because obviously our yeah, restrictions have opened a bit. But yeah, those are the tournaments I normally play in.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So um, tell me about uh, a little bit about your collection at home. How many pins do you guys have right now?
1: Um, I think we have about 12 maybe, and we've got a couple on the way. We're still waiting on Rick and Morty we got a while ago. So that's oh, being shipped nice. out at the moment, yep. Because I haven't really seen any Rick and Mortys here. I don't think Australia has many, so that's good that we're getting one. And also uh, Haggis Pinball, we're getting Celts. So that's oh, nice. Be yes. Uh, I think that's still in the making, so we'll get that in a while, I think. And I see an American
0: we'll- Pinball Machine box behind you. <laughs>
1: Yes, we've had uh, Hot Wheels. We just gave that away to an arcade, yes. But we've been in some of those uh, tournaments that have been streaming on Twitch, so we streamed that on our Twitch channel. But, yeah, it didn't do so well on that because the game is pretty tough, some of the shots. But, yeah, it was really fun doing that just, like, yeah, due to all the COVID, it was good to actually do something in pinball again. So, yeah, that was really fun. But, oh my yeah. gosh.
0: That's, that's so neat. Yeah. Like, yeah. listeners, she, She's in her very cool looking garage and I see this giant American <laughs> pinball box. I'm like, what'd you get?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but did you like Hot Wheels though?
1: <laughs> yes. It's really good. Yeah. And it's also good because it's also, yeah, another kid friendly theme, which is really nice just because obviously a lot of younger people have started playing recently, including myself. So it's really good to yeah, get everyone in playing pinball again. Otherwise, it might die off eventually, which hopefully does not happen because I still want to play when I'm older. So, yeah, it's really good that they're introducing games like that again, I think.
0: So it's something that, that you and your dad kind of, you know, came together on. You know, you talked a little bit about getting into it about four years ago. What has that yeah. been like just, you know, having this thing that you're able to bond with your dad over?
1: Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. I think mum gets a bit jealous because normally we would go away only together, but, yeah, it's been really good because, yeah, now we're really close and we always have something to talk about because there's always something happening in the pinball community <laughs> so we can always talk <laughs> about people. Yes, there's always something <laughs> happening, but, yeah, <laughs> been on everything that's happening. And so, yeah, it's really it's a really great community to be in as well. It's just really nice and getting to meet so many people around the world, I think it's just really great.
0: That's so neat. So you guys do have a Twitch stream. So that's kind of how I got to know you, not only from your Twitch stream, but I would hear you on different podcasts and things like that. So how did you guys start to become like, you know, the media sensation that is Dr. John and Emily?
1: Oh, I don't know when it started. Oh, I think it started, yeah, a couple of years ago. And some people were like, oh, your daughter knew you're so like, I've met you before. You're so nice. Can you like maybe start making videos to help? Uh, my daughter start getting into Pimble, so that's we started first doing youtube because we didn't really know anything about twitch like how to do it or anything so we started making tutorial videos but that kind of died off recently just because we don't have any more games to really film and do tutorials because we've already done all of our games in our collection but then we started doing twitch streaming and we occasionally did like battles and burst and it was just more, yeah, families getting their children to watch and seeing, yeah, me play really helped them, yeah, get their kids to play bimble as well with them. But, yeah, I haven't been doing much Twitch streaming recently just because of school. It's been very hardcore. Yeah, I can't can't imagine. Yeah. Are you
0: guys back in, in actual physical school now or are you still doing online learning? Guess, yeah,
1: okay. we stopped doing online like a while ago just because, yeah, our numbers have been dropping in COVID cases. But, yeah. That's awesome. So,
0: and I didn't mention this, Emily, you are 17 or 18?
1: Uh, Yes, I'm 17. Yeah,
0: but you're 17. So, um, so Emily is just about to be an adult, or at least what we would classify (laughs) as an adult in America. Um, I want to ask you, and I asked this of my, my younger players that come on the show, what, what do you feel or how, what do you think would be more conducive to get younger people into pinball? Cause we do have people like yourself and you know, the Escher like house of the world, things like that, that are young and coming into pinball and playing. But I definitely think that sometimes pinball is seen as this like, kind of like, like old people's, sport hobby thing and I'm like no it's not it's for everybody everybody would love it so but how do you think that pinball manufacturers could maybe appeal to to young people and particularly young women
1: yeah well I was just saying with the Hot Wheels themes I think maybe just making more machines that are will be recognizable to the younger kids I think will definitely help and also like most of the arcades that I go to now around here just a lot of them have pinball machines still, and I always see kids still on them. So I think it's just trying to introduce pinball to them, so people going up and telling them, hey, do you like pinball? I know this competition because I know most kids and, like, parents still, they don't know about pinball competitions still going on. Like, I know I tell people at school and they still, like, didn't know that was still a thing. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think it's, yeah, trying to introduce to them, yeah, pinball more still, yeah.
0: Yeah, and when you have things that are recognizable like Hot Wheels, Avengers, there's something to be said. Like again, I love the Bally Williams, you know, rando themes like original <laughs> IP, like that kind of stuff. It's like whitewater. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, but if you want to get younger people or people who have no idea what pinball is about, you got to go with a license. I mean, it's a bu- yeah. like it's kind of like there are a lot of people who don't agree with that, and I'm like. Well, Stern's kind of made it their, like, that's their, like, that's what they do. (laughs) But I think, (laughs) like, American Pinball, like, the more I see, like, when I first saw Hot Wheels, I was like, Hot Wheels? Like, I remember that when I was a kid. My brother was super into Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars. And, but I was kind of like, "Eh," on the theme. But then I saw the gameplay on um, FlipTronics. Shout out to my girl, Becca and Jordan. And um, they put on a great, like, stream on Hot Wheels. And they were trying to get into the IFPA um, you know, tournament that was going on, but I just fell in love with it. I'm like, Oh, this is super fun. Um, But mm-hmm. I think that, y- you know, kind of going back to the question for, for younger people to get in, really invested or at least give it a go. They're going to need to like have yeah. some connection to it, whether that be like Hot Wheels, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, yeah. you know Pokemon, whatever, you know, uh, something that yeah. they can recognize. Like, I mean, maybe a band pin should be BTS. Not gonna lie, <laughs> like, <super> awesome. <laughs> just—I mean, I was an old lady and I had no idea who they were at the Korean airport. But you know, whatever. Um, but it's—it's it's stuff like that. You know, there's a new generation that we want to lure in lure. Yeah, terrible. We want to, you know, get excited about pinball, and the only way we're going to do that is with licensed themes that you know kids can get excited about and know about. So, yes, that, I think that. Yeah, I I totally 100% agree with you on that one. So what do you see, like, for for you and your dad, like, moving forward? I mean, do you guys have, like, hopefully, you know, when Earth reopens, um, what do you guys have on, you know, tap, you know, moving forward?
1: Well, I'm finishing school next year, close to the end. So I'll probably be going to university, hopefully. But, like, I still want to be doing pinball and I still really want to go to international tournaments so I'm just gonna to have to work around that but yeah we're still fully invested in pinball we still want to be going out to tournaments but yeah I think we found out yeah international tournaments are way different to Australian tournaments just because you guys have a larger capacity of people that can attend and it's just yeah it's a really great time when we go to them so I think yeah we just want to travel more when this is all over and go to those tournaments.
0: Oh, that sounds like so much fun, and and yes. I've had several people on here that have sold me on the Brisbane Masters. I want to oh, save yes. my penny and do the Brisbane Master. So that's like my like it's one of my like yeah. pinball goals
1: is to make it over there and, and do that event because I hear so many amazing. Yeah, people. it's definitely changed since last year because last year obviously all the international people had come down, definitely changed the whole tournament. But yeah, since I was little, I always thought of it as just a normal tournament, just with all the people I knew. But yeah, since last year. It, became like a really massive tournament and it's just yeah it was really fun last year especially we had it at the echo which was our like Brisbane fair kind of so it was in the middle of the bar and all the theme park rides so that was really fun as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's so awesome
0: so you're a young person who loves pinball and you're talking about going to university to uni I know the lingo I know the lingo (laughs) I have a very good friend of mine. She probably does not listen to my show that lives in Perth. So I got to know the language. Um, but do you think that you would make a career out of pinball or like something within pinball? Or do you feel like it's just going to be something that you do in your spare time?
1: Yeah, I was always thinking about that because I do do art at school. I'm a very artsy person. Oh, and yes, nice. Yeah. And oh, well, behind me, I don't know if you can see, but for my school project, I rethemed Snow Queen and it's Stranger Things. I can't really see it. But, really yeah. see it. Yeah, you have to just, send me
0: pictures. We'll put pictures yeah. on um, on Instagram and on Facebook, you guys.
1: Yeah, so I rethemed Snow Queen to Stranger Things, and originally I did that before Stern really Stranger Things, and that was my whole personal like project for school was that I was trying to influence the younger people to play pinball. so I rethemed it Stranger Things. So yeah, I did that, but I think I was thinking of going into medicine, like my parents, because they're both doctors. And so that's not very (laughs) pinball-y. Yeah, I was always thinking about, yeah, maybe I could design a pinball machine one day, but I don't know. Yeah.
0: You know what, though? Your hands are instruments, just (laughs) like a doctor. So, you know, for pinball and for life. So I I, I think it's awesome. I always ask because sometimes people, you know, yes, no, maybe. And I was like, oh, but um, I love the fact that, you know, Stern, I saw what you did. I saw you stole Emily's school project. Well done. (laughs) Look I know <laughs> you're like, Hey, I already did this. I
1: already did yep. this stern. when they so, released it. Everyone was like, um, I'm sure Emily's already done that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. I love it so much. Well, Emily, <laughs> I've had so much fun um, chatting with you here on the show. We have one segment that we do at the end of the show called inside the pinball arcade, where we find out more about you and your pinball mind. Would you like to play? Yes. Yay! All right. Question number one: What pinball machine do you love?
1: Oh God, all of them. This is what happens to me every time everyone asks me what's my favorite machine, and I say I just can't choose because they're all so diverse. But we've got Batman here. I love Batman. It's very colorful, and also the rules are very good. I think yeah, Batman or oh yeah, Batman or Pirates of the Caribbean because that's a very complicated game. And I've, are you talking yeah, pirates? Yeah. Um oh, Jersey Jack.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. Cause I can kind of see it out of like it's like slightly <laughs> right, in yeah. frame, folks. Um, I was like, I think that's the Jersey Jack one. Um yeah, I yeah, know that's that's uh r- that game. Oh, that's there's so much <laughs> going on. It's yeah. I, I understand why it's a collector's item because it's mm-hmm, it, you know, it yeah. had that limited run, but every time I play one, I'm like, there's so much going on. I don't I need I need a ma- I need that map that they have that like lays out. The
1: yeah, yeah, maybe a yeah, tournament game that I like, Batman, but then, yeah, home game, probably Pirates, because you can just do something different every time, I think, when you play it, which is really good. You never can get bored of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, question number two, what pinball machine do you
1: hate? Uh-huh. Oh. oh, gosh, what one is it? There's a lot of games that I played at Pinberg, and they were not nice to me, and I can't remember <laughs> any of them. Oh. Yeah, some of them weren't good. I played that really old game, Doodlebug. That was mm-hmm. a shocker. I didn't like that one, but it was an old game, so what can you do? Um yeah, I just think yeah, some of the older games that are the EMS. The, that were built to be like you have like built to drain and steal your money. Yeah, I don't like those <laughs> things. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta love those EMs. They put in all those yep. bars. They wanted your quarters or your dimes, yep. whatever. Um <laughs> yeah, no, you totally get that. Yep. All right. Question number three. What is your favorite pinball art package? This can be back glass, play field art, side art, or one of the three.
1: Oh, gosh. I can say that I definitely love Stern's new style of art, like Zombie Yeti, just his style of art. I definitely love that. I don't know if I can really choose one game. But, yeah, I've got, yeah, Deadpool next to me. And I just, yeah, it's just so detailed and all the colors. I just really love it. And also Avengers, the new art for that. I Yeah, all the bright colors. I think it's really nice.
0: Yeah, no, we're a huge fan of Zombie Yeti here. So um, yes. all his art packages are, are just epic. So um, yeah. nice choice. I like, so we're just yes. going to go with <laughs> Zombie Yeti for the win. Yes. So, yes. all right, cool. All right. Question number four, what is your favorite pinball sound? This can be the sound a mech makes, this can be a soundtrack, music, or this can be a
1: call-out. God, I really don't know. I don't really listen to the sounds while I play, to be honest. But, yeah, I like more of the games that, yeah, you know, songs. I like listening to songs while I play because I don't like wearing headphones, but, like, Aerosmith, ACDC, when they're playing the songs in the background, I think it really helps me play. So So you're more like a a music pin person yeah yeah without oh. like because sometimes when i'm playing a game and then it's just silent i feel like i'm doing nothing and i feel like anxious because i'm like i don't know what i'm doing so like when there's sound playing in the background yeah that also helps me play yeah very nice so so your answer for that is music pins music. i like it.
0: yes i like it We we need some music pins i like it yes. all right fifth question Uh, I know you guys got a pretty good collection there, but there's gotta be one out there that you want. What is your grail pin? This is the pin that you want above all others that is out there in the wild. Yep.
1: I already know what it is. (laughs) Circus Voltaire, my dad loves it too. We just, yeah, but we've always wanted one. I think there was one once on sale here and dad didn't get it. And now he's always been regretting it. And also um, Genie, we also love that game. Yes. I love Genie. So either of them two would be really nice to have. So, yeah. Yeah. There's
0: so, somebody, I want to, is it Rob? I don't, I don't remember who has it. Somebody has a nice genie here in like the Houston area, Houston, Austin, San Antonio. Cause I played it at the Space City Open and I'm like, this is a really nice genie. y'all. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so that, that's a favorite of mine. So I even have it on pinball arcade cause I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Genie yes. Circus Voltaire. Love it. Yeah. All right. Next question: What is your favorite pinball event, tournament, or um, expo to either attend or play in that is not Pinburg? Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, no, because everybody says Pinburg, and I'm like, all right, we okay, we know your answer is Pinburg. Like, like, give me one A.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the only really international ones I've been to was Pinburg and PinTastic, but PinTastic was a very long time ago. It was when I was first into pinball, so I don't really remember too much of it. But I did go to New Zealand, I think, have I been? I think I've been once to New Zealand. In the tournaments there, they have multiple at different people's houses, so you get to see everyone's collections. And then we also, did we have a bells and chimes tournament? I think we might have had a women's tournament back then. So, yeah, I really liked the New Zealand tournaments because, yeah, there were all different types of tournaments that I got to go to. And, yeah, it was a really fun time. That's awesome. I love it.
0: I love it. All right. (laughs) Next question. Who or whom would you like to play pinball with the most? This can be a person throughout history, either living or deceased.
1: Well, I think it would have to be either, you know, maybe the big guns. Because I just, I remember seeing them in tournaments and not really talking to them because they're always in the zone. Maybe like Raymond Davidson or maybe Keith. Because, yeah, I've talked to them a couple of times, but I've never like played with them. I think it'd be interesting just to yeah, watch up close what they do when they play just to get some experience up. So, yeah, I think it would be really fun to play with them again.
0: <laughs> so, Keith, she's coming for you, right? Yep, yep. I'm coming. <laughs> she's coming for you. She, she just needs a few more years. She's going to come and yep. she's going to sweep it. I love it. I love oh, God. It. <laughs> you, have, you have to study. You have to study. I love yes. it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Next question. Final question what is your dream theme? This is a pinball machine that has not been created, but that you would like to see come to life from a major pinball manufacturer. And I already know you can do it yourself, girl, but who would you like (laughs) to see like actually make one, like an actual like pinball company make one?
1: I already know this is one that will probably never happen, but Since I was little, I always was like, where's the Harry Potter machine? I want to see a Harry Potter machine. But, yeah, that one I think would be just a very cool machine just because you could do so much with it, obviously, because there's so many movies. You could do modes for during the battles of, you know. um, So I think that could be a really cool machine, but obviously I don't think that will ever happen. And just when I was little, obviously, I wanted all like the little kid themes like Pokemon just because, yeah, that's the machines that I wanted to play when I was little. But, yeah, just machines like that, I think those are the only ones that I've always wished to play, just, yeah, those little kiddie things, just to – that's what I always wanted when I was little.
0: I like that. No, and Harry Potter's been mentioned a few times, and I I know that – JK Rowling has some issues with pinball just in general. Um yeah. but I also it's I know that licensing for that has to be a nightmare. So um mm, but yeah. it, it but it does lend itself because it has so much material that you could pretty much do anything yeah, with it and make it work. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, Emily, Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for spending your Saturday morning with me. And I am eating into your pinball expo time. So thank you. I appreciate it. If people want to find out more about the magic that is Emily and Emily and Dr. John, um, where can they like find you at? Where are you guys located?
1: Well, we're on YouTube, Emily and Dr. John, and also Twitch, Emily and Dr. John. So if you ever want to catch us playing some of our games at home, you can watch us on there. Oh, that's awesome.
0: So, and we'll include links in the show notes, guys, so you guys can start following them on YouTube and Twitch if you aren't already. And also, if you listen to all of the podcasts and you know, pinball media, I'm sure you will eventually run into Dr. John and Emily. They're <laughs> awesome. I got to meet Dr. John for a hot minute before we started this whole thing, so he's very nice. Uh, but, uh, Emily, I am so excited. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show. You, I, nice. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's show. We got more content coming. So excited for those of you who are our Patreon supporters. We just had two new supporters last episode. Um, If you're interested in supporting the podcast at the $5 nightlight level, you can get a very cool pin and sticker and I'm, I'm working on making more stuff for you guys. So, but right now you get the pin and the sticker, $5 a month. It's the nightlight level. If you're interested, there is a link at the bottom of the show notes, or you can go to the website, backboxpinballpodcast.com and sign up there. If y'all love the show, please, please, please leave a review on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast at. I would greatly appreciate that. And if you have any thoughts on who you'd like to hear on the show next, again, that email, backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you guys for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast.